0: Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Of course, the huge news, let's break it down, Sam. Matthew Stafford heading to Los Angeles, Jared Goff to Detroit, along with a whole bunch of draft picks. We're gonna break it all down. It's all brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PFF to enter the free $55 million Super Bowl prediction challenge. Everyone gets an instant prize up to $25,000 just for playing. So use promo code PFF right now and enter. The free $55 million Super Bowl challenge, only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. Terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, Sam, the news came out late Saturday night. Matthew Stafford is out in Detroit. We knew this was going to happen, but a massive haul. It seems like a massive haul going to Detroit in exchange for Matthew Stafford going to the Los Angeles Rams. The Lions are going to get Jared Goff, two first rounders, and a third rounder in exchange for Stafford going to the Rams. What was your first reaction when this thing came
1: out? Yeah, welcome into the PFF Quarterback Daily. All we seem to be talking about right now is quarterbacks, given the news that's coming out. (laughs) Um, I guess the overriding reaction was just wow like what a haul for detroit to get for matthew stafford we had been talking about this they two sides had agreed they were going to be moving on but when that happens you know you're not expecting a massive trade haul because you just admitted your leverage has disappeared and you know they didn't it wasn't painless to get rid of matthew stafford they were eating a pretty good chunk of dead cap money to get Stafford off the books, and nobody's talked about that. It's all about Jared Goff's contract. So this was not like an easy deal to make for Detroit, and yet the Rams came in there just throwing first-round picks and Jared Goff at them. So, I mean, wow, how much they must have wanted rid of Jared Goff.
0: So Lions, the Lions' new GM is Brad Holmes. He just came over from the Rams. And you know, you're surprised at the hall. I wonder just how much he he know he was just in the building. Like he was just in the building a month ago with the Rams. He knew how much they probably wanted to get rid of Jared Goff as well. You could use that leverage. Um, a lot of people are talking about that, you know, that extra first round pick, so to speak. That the Rams gave up is essentially here. Take take the pick, so you know take the contract. But for the Lions, who just bring in Brad Holmes, who just bring in Dan Campbell on a six year contract, they're slow playing this thing. They're in a long rebuild, so they have the ability
1: to eat some money and add that draft capital, which is massive for helping to turn the team around. Look, you can construct a fairly solid argument, and we did on the main podcast, that it's just time to move on from Matthew Stafford if you're Detroit, right? It's it's just time to part ways. So to do that and get two first-round picks plus, you know, a quarterback, let's, let's park it at a quarterback for a moment, plus a third-round pick, that is an insane haul for a guy that you could make a case it's just good to part ways with generally. Um, I don't believe for a second that a first-round pick is there because of Jared Goff's contract, the Brock Osweiler-style cap dump. I I agree that they're trying to get rid of that, and that was a big part of this deal. And I could easily see a third-rounder being part of that. But a first-rounder is just... Goff's contract is not that toxic. And Goff himself is not that toxic as a quarterback. He definitely regressed. He was in a quarterback-friendly system. When things went badly, they went really badly. But he isn't a disaster as a quarterback. He And he's a former number one overall pick. Not that long ago was, a, was playing in a, a top 10 to 15 level in terms of PFF grades. That's not a bad player to take on board, even if the contract is pretty obnoxious.
0: Jared Goff has one top 10 finish in PFF grades. It was that 2018 season. They, they went to the Super Bowl, 84.3. Since that time, though, low 70s grade. So I think the big question is, It look, the, the Matthew Stafford takes on social media are fascinating. They range from the Rams just got Dan Marino to they just got a guy that has never won a playoff game and can't do it. can't do anything. I mean, obviously, the truth is somewhere in the middle. An extremely talented quarterback who in his era, I like to compare to era. era. In his era, he's barely top 10. He's probably QB 10 to 15 in his era. How much better are the Rams actually going to get at quarterback with Stafford versus Goff?
1: I don't think we know yet, and I think that's crucial. Obviously, the Rams think they're getting a lot better, which is why they were A, willing to throw so much at him, and B, were just they were desperate to get away from Jared Goff. But to throw that much at a quarterback as old as Matthew Stafford is means they believe in him hugely and they won't be alone as you said half of twitter thinks he's amazing there's always been this perception that matthew stafford is one of the most talented quarterbacks in the nfl and we're just around the corner from him putting it all together and having the one season that is you know peak matthew stafford mvp caliber amazing but this is the same thing that jay cutler had for his entire career we were waiting for that one year where he put it all together now Stafford's better than Cutler. His baseline is higher. His lows aren't as bad. Um, he's a better player than Jay Cutler. But the idea is the same, that you looked at this guy and you, he did amazing things week in, week out, and you're like, "Where? why can't he just, you know, sooner or later, we're going to get rid of the bad stuff and he's just going to be amazing for 16 straight games. Never happened in Detroit. And, I, you know, I don't think there are that many excuses for it not happening, but we're finally going to get the answer of what happens if you pair Matthew Stafford with a genuine high-end peak offensive-minded head coach in Sean McVay, the concern is what if it's just the same? I mean, what if it doesn't make a difference?
0: I got, I got, I got a number for you. I mentioned Jared Goff's career high grade, 84.3 Is that higher? What if I told you that Stafford was higher stuff? than higher than anything Stafford's <laughs> ever had? Um, it, it, now, I would say consistency-wise, though. Since 2016, we've seen very consistent Stafford. We've mentioned yeah. this before: 81, 78, 77, 82, 82. Really consistent. I also think the the benefit what the Rams are looking at is like in the QB room. What can we do with Matthew Stafford? Not only does he have the cannon for an arm, and I my favorite thing is three games per year. My God, this guy looks mm. incredible. Mm. I mean, the no look pass he had in Week 15 against Tennessee for a touchdown—just insane arm talent and stuff that he can do but it's a matter of the consistency. But I think the Rams are going to look at this and say, we can do more things. Remember all the times we talked, it was boy wonder, Sean McVay dragging Jared Goff in his ear until the last second up at the line of scrimmage. All of the narrative is that Goff was limited and McVay's dragging him to the finish line, dragging him to the Super Bowl. So I'm fascinated in seeing this thing, right? You're giving boy wonder, Sean McVay an incredible talent to build around. Now I can't wait to see what it looks like
1: there's also value to the consistency and the baseline and the solidity of where matthew stafford is going to be um, the problem with goff is like you you don't know where he's going to be he could be all over the map he can be week pretty, to week right. even he can be pretty good he can be in that you know fringe top 10 range if everything uh, comes together but when it goes wrong it's a disaster with stafford whether or not he's going to put it all together and have that mythical season where he looks like an mvp you know he's going to be pretty good, right? He's going to give you an above-average level of play at the quarterback position, which in this offense, given the defense they have, like, they're thinking that's enough in and of itself to put them back in Super Bowl contention, even if he never gets any better than that.
0: Yeah, I want to talk more about this on the main podcast. We're trying to keep it tight here on The Daily, but on the main pod, we'll talk about the economics of it and just how different the NFL looks now versus five or six years ago. I mean, Jared Goff was coveted you know that level of player was coveted six seven eight years ago now it's the rams are saying get rid of him just take him and and we'll pay you to to take him off our hands um just in order to potentially upgrade with matthew stafford i think they did upgrade but i think they upgraded from lower mid-tier quarterback or just mid-tier quarterback to maybe upper mid-tier quarterback with matthew stafford my last question for you on this sam how much is this the best situation Matthew Stafford's ever been in I think there's some revisionist history that he's never had a good situation in Detroit when I think you know offensively at least he
1: has I think it is but I I, I'm with you I don't think it's a massive you know it's not a colossal upgrade I do think it's the biggest upgrade he has is going from the coaches that he's had to Sean McVay in in his ear Um, But, you know, (laughs) several coaches have been credited with a turnaround of Matthew Stafford and finally unlocking his potential. But it's never lasted longer than like eight games, at which point the problem is not the sequential coaches that have failed. It's probably Stafford. Um, We should touch on just right at the end, though. Like, wow, what a haul for Detroit. Two first rounders, a third, a quarterback that will serve as a useful bridge and might not be like, you know, might be a pretty useful reclamation project that is an outstanding haul for a team that's just given everyone a six-year contract to, you know, rebuild this thing long-term.
0: The the process is really good. I I don't think it takes Detroit out of the QB market in the draft. I, I tweeted the other night, I think Trey Lance, the developmental quarterback out of North Dakota State, he might need to sit for two years. Boom, sit for two years behind Jared Goff. The payout could be incredible. I think Detroit has put themselves into a great position. That's how you rebuild add a whole bunch of draft capital, and hey, like you said, why not bring Jared Goff in, uh, eat the contract now, and then free up the money a little bit later if he doesn't pan out. So I think it was great for Detroit. And the Rams, I think, did upgrade at quarterback. The question, though, is did they upgrade enough to justify, by the way, not having a first-round pick every year between 2017 and 2023, they will not have a first-round pick. It is a unique strategy that the Rams have employed under less need. So we'll have more on the PFF big time podcast. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss it in even more detail. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. Let us know who won the trade, how much better are the Rams. It's PFF NFL Daily.